Christopher Robin last night. That, I've uh, seen it. It's yeah. It's I mean, obviously, it's it's the Winnie the Pooh movie, but it's like live action with Ewan McGregor. Um, oh. it's good, it, but it is like I would say it's too sad. <laughs> the oh, whole really? time I was just crying. Yeah, oh it's my just God. That because it's like it. The, you know, the premise is that like Christopher Robin is a grown up, and he you know loses his like sense of fun and he just he's not paying attention to his family anymore and like just like it turns out that letting down Pooh Bear is too much for me like I yeah. can't when he anytime he was a little bit mean to Winnie the Pooh I was like what are you doing yeah I can't. no that's not on at all no man. and it was I think <laughs> technically a good movie but I was like I uh, why are you do- don't yell at Winnie the Pooh uh, he just wants yeah, honey <laughs> don't yell at Winnie the Pooh yeah, yeah. like so it's a good movie, but just a warning, you will cry. <laughs> okay, I will. I definitely will watch that. Um, a, a One I've rewatched recently that always gets me, and I mm-hmm. don't know why. Well, I do know why, is Finding Dory, you oh. know, the Finding Nemo sequel. Yes. And just, just like baby Dory being confused. Yeah. Like yeah. sobbing immediately, yeah. sobbing immediately. Like, yeah. I find all of those. So yeah, I mean, everything makes me cry. Also, it. I used to be so yeah, good about it, and now I'm just like, <laughs> that's yeah. slightly anything slightly sweet or sad. I'm like, wow, that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I was gonna say. Oh, also, I was. I think it's very funny that there's Winnie the Pooh who loves honey, and Paddington who loves marmalade mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. are two different bears uh but mm-hmm. both wear clothes also um mm-hmm. like just the, the similarities are like confusing to me at this point where i'm like did the, did someone get confused and like d- did did winnie the pooh mean to be paddington but they couldn't get the licensing so they just changed it slightly like i don't know what came first i don't know <laughs> any part of it i don't know what came first either right? actually that's a good point um <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's something about was A.A. Milne English because it just feels like so was he because that just it feels quite like a a, 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 that's such an English way to like anthropomorphize a bear is like he's a cute little teddy bear and he has a sweet tooth, you know? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. He's an English illustrator. Uh, Winnie the Pooh came out in 1926. It's only going to show me the movie Paddington original date. 1958. Hmm. Okay. So Pooh is older? Is that what I said? Yeah. Pooh is older, yeah. Pooh is older, I'm okay. just looking at A.A. A. Milne now. Yeah. Ah, oh, A.A. Milne has my agent. <gasps> what? <laughs> Would you look at that? That is so weird. <laughs> Obviously, it's the the ghost of A.A. A. Milne. Right, yeah, is I, I was going to say, <laughs> there's no way A.A. A. Milne is alive. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of I think it must be the A.A. Milne like estate is, right. is, is wrapped by my agent's death which I didn't know but that's hilarious um, uh, that's very cool that's so funny look at that <laughs> same same guy same same well maybe that's maybe that bodes well for my career Alexis that's true you know yeah. I um, I mean no my agent is amazing like shout out Steph if you're listening you're the best so <laughs> I absolutely know that you bode well for my career. But um, how cool. Yeah. Anyway. I loved Winnie the Pooh growing oh, up. It's so I good. loved Winnie the Pooh. It's um, 
It's so good. My sister, when she was doing her, was it her A-level drama? A-level is like the exams that you take in your final year of secondary school. So you're Mm -hmm. like 17, 18. Mm -hmm. And she did drama and she did a performance. And it was like her and the other girls in her class. And they did like a Winnie the Pooh thing. But like, Oh, it was so cool. It was like each of the, the characters, this is so sad. Yeah. Each of the characters was like representative of like a particular kind of mental illness. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, and I've heard this, I think I, this is a thing that people have discussed mm-hmm. before. So like Pooh Bear was like, um, I think it was like emotional eating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Tigger was ADHD and Piglet was anxiety. Yeah. And then Eeyore was depression. And yeah. Safi, my sister played, Eeyore and I just like wept the whole way through like watching her she did such a good job as well like watching her play like sad Eeyore I was just like <laughs> the, whole, the whole way just the combination of like it being Eeyore who is just like the whole way through you're like it's gonna be okay bud and then it also being my sister I was yeah. just an emotional rag yeah they're because I, I honestly think they really just are that like they're very like, yeah that's i think he just drew on like here's this i, I wonder if he was also like the people around me are all <laughs> <laughs> but uh well just like yeah the aspects of like growing up like mm-hmm. christopher robin growing up and like figuring all of this stuff yeah. out maybe yeah oh, it's so cute and sad like nothing yeah, there's so something cute. about winnie the pooh like even just the way it's illustrated that yeah. i'm like it's so immediately nostalgic. Like even 100%. if you've never read it before, you look at it and you're like, "I miss that. I miss when I was in the one hundred acre woods with the. I was there. I think totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch? Did you watch the Tigger movie? Yeah, I did. Were, yeah. yeah, that's a weeper as well. <sighs> yes, there, it's Tigger wanting the family. <laughs> Literally, I'm gonna cry yeah, at the thought of Tigger wanting a family. Anyway, this is Comfort Creatures. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh, and they are the most comforting creatures. Yeah. They're very non-judgmental also. They're yeah. very much because in a way, because they're all just different, you know, anxiety, depression, they maybe shouldn't get along, but they all love each other. They do. They all they're all just there for each other, aren't they? Yeah. Oh my god, the one they all dress up as tigers at the end. <laughs> oh no, I forgot. The cry. Um, oh. Also, welcome to 2023. Uh, yes, we're starting this year off yes. by crying in the intro. <laughs> you know, I think that really. I I'm very much anti New Year's pressure. Yes, uh, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I find it really stressful and mm-hmm. anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Let's yeah, let's let's start 2023 with with a, with some tears. Yeah, let it all out. It's yeah. cathartic. And then upwards, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I was trying to decide if we, uh, it would be fun to start instead of saying anxiety-inducing, if we call things piglet-inducing. But then oh. I was like, but we don't need to mask anx- like the word anxiety. No, we could just, it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But it's cuter. It's cuter. It is cute. It is cute. How was your New Year's, Alexis? It was fine. I went to a friend's house and I... Um, they made vision boards and um wow i was there and again because i i just did a collage other people really um made vision boards and yeah. because of that new pressure things like I, I maybe had some meaning but mostly i was like this is a cool picture and what if i cut okay and then if i put these together and then at the end of my, nice. this is my vision board love <laughs> it no, i'm i'm fully in support of that yeah. um 
vision boards scare me as well yeah. i have to say my mum is a vision board person yes. and i know she listens to this podcast so <laughs> hi mom uh, she's a big vision board fan yeah to be fair like she does a great job and often the stuff that she puts visualizes yeah. do happen yeah um she's very good at them yeah um but yeah no i i think i'm with you i would just make a collage yeah <laughs> and then i was like this has meaning i bet if you want it to yeah. like like art you know it's just yeah. What do you see in it? That's your vision. <laughs> uh, You're just going for vibes yes. in 2023. That's what it says. You're going for vibes. vibes. How was your New Year's? It was nice. Yeah. yeah, we also went to some friends. Very chill. Drunk quite a lot of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, we were with the friends who are parents to Pudding. Uh, yes. Yorkshire Terrier, Yorkshire Pud. Yes. I am going to post a picture of him at New Year's because he had a little party hat on. Yeah. It was very really cute. cute. He like fell asleep on the chair with all the coats <laughs> and like he was just in the pile of coats. It was so cute. Um, so I was like, I know who I'm kissing at midnight. Yeah. Uh, Michael, you can. <laughs> Sorry. F- you find someone else. <laughs> I'm kissing pudding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was it was it was nice. Yeah. And then just I don't know. I feel like I've had quite a I'm again, I'm not a. First of January, mm. out the gate with a run Ooh. on the health kick. Like I, Mm-mm. it's like I, I hate Mondays as well because I just find them to be too much pressure. Yeah, I'm always my most productive on like a Wednesday. Are you? Um, wow. yeah, because Monday I'm like, oh, it's the start of a new week. Yeah, that's right. And then Tuesday I'm like, okay, easing in. Yeah. And then by Wednesday I'm like, we got this. We yeah. got this. So <laughs> I'm I'm very much in the yeah easing myself into January, trying to be kind to myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an anti Tuesday. Tuesday is my worst day. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? So, because Monday, while it is, I see what you mean, but for me, it's like, well, at least I had the weekend. Like, I'm at least Mm. starting off fresh in theory. And then you get to Tuesday, though, and you're like, well, I'm not fresh. We had a whole day yesterday, and also, (laughs) I I have so many days ahead of me still to be working. Mm. Like, there's Mm. no, Mm. there's no hope on a Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. And then the rest you get closer because, like, yeah, Wednesday you can be like, well, we're halfway. This is it. We'll have my three. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I understand that. Maybe that's why Wednesdays I'm more productive as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, the week's nearly over. Yeah. So <laughs> I got to get all this done now. More. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, we have a, will, will you tell our listeners about our guest today? Yes, I would love to. Our guest today is the amazing Kat Delacourt. Mm-hmm. She's a writer and a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. She's my agent sister. So we're both we're both represented by Steph, who also represents him. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Kat knows that. I must really be really sure. <laughs> um, so, and she's wonderful. Her novel, With Fire in Their Blood, was published last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's available both in the US and the UK, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, she, and yeah, she's just, she's a delight mm-hmm. and she is the mother to Yunki. Um, yeah, I definitely said that right. Yes. Um, who is a very small, very sassy cat and she tells us all about him. Yeah. Should we get into it? Yeah. So we are joined today by... The wonderful, the hilarious, the uh, iconic queen that is Kat Delacourt. You're a writer, you're a cat mom, you're an Italian-American. Uh, I'm so excited to talk to you. Uh, you're you. also my friend. That's also a thing. That is also a thing. <laughs> that's that you very are. important, Ella. That's very important. We're friends. We're agent siblings. 
which means we have the same agent, um, which is how we know each other. Yes. So yeah, oh, right. I feel Kat. I have to thank you. I have to set the record straight because people keep thinking that I'm Italian American, but I actually am not Italian. I just live have lived there for like really. I yeah. thought, hmm. but, so are your family not Italian? They're not. They're just wild and crazy, and they were like, "We should move here." When I was eleven, and that's <laughs> okay. how we ended up there. So you moved to Italy as a kid, and then now, and then now you live in Italy. Yes. Yes. And now you, I live you, in Venice mm, with so my cool. cat. <laughs> with your cat. So, I mean, let's talk about your cat, and then I want to talk about like cats in Italy in general. Um, tell us about your cat, cat. <laughs> well, my cat is the best cat. I will just say that. No, um, I am a very recent. So my mom is allergic to cats. So I spent like my entire life thinking I would never have a pet because she also claimed to be allergic to dogs. We have recently discovered that that was literally just a lie. <gasps> like she literally I know she assumed because she was allergic to cats and like horses and rabbits that she was also allergic to dogs. So I was told you'll never have a pet. Like, it's just not going to happen. And I, cause you know, if you're, you, you can never have your mom over whatever. Yeah. So I was really depressed about that. And then I found out she had been lying about the dog thing. And now I just like hound my parents to get a dog because I yeah. think that they would, you know, it would make them happy. Like they're, they're kind of old. Um, yeah. They, they're in great shape, but like they're older than most of like my friend's parents. And I just think it would do them a world of good to have like a companion anyway. But so I thought I spent my whole life being like, I'll never have a cat, whatever. And then I was cat sitting in Venice and I absolutely fell in love with the kittens that I was cat sitting for. And I was just like, you know what? I love my mom, but I really like <laughs> this cat. Like, I just like this cat more. Yeah. No, <laughs> a valid response. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you were cat sitting someone else's kittens. Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh my God. I, I was cat sitting for five um kittens and then two more surprise kittens from the same parrot cats so yeah how, how old were they <laughs> they were four so i i saw that well i met them right after they were born literally mm. and then they were like maybe eight weeks nine weeks Little, and oh i cast them for like a long time because oh. the the uber cat mom was like traveling for work mm. so i spent a lot of time with those beautiful babies and then you took one yep and I was like you know what <laughs> this is the life for me so um, how did you decide yeah. which one was your was your kitten um I just went by like personality mm. so well also which ones had been like wh who was left because mm. they were assigned some of them were already spoken for mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so okay so what's your cat's name and like describe <laughs> your cat like we need yeah. this is an audio medium we need like a lot okay. of detail for our yeah. listeners so my cat is and this is the other thing is like I don't really know a lot about cats before I just took one but <laughs> I have been told that my cat is a Scottish straight and he oh, has oh. he's like gray and white he's very beautiful he's, he's very small beautiful he's so cute <laughs> very cute I don't know why he's so small but he is um and his name is Yoongi like the BTS k-pop <laughs> so that's so good i did not know that that's why he really? was called that yeah. <laughs> yep um i used to follow bts and i still like have a lot of affection for them so and mm. yeah i lived in korea for a while so i was like yeah i gotta have a pet named yungi <laughs> you lived in korea for a while i did yeah when did you college. live in that's so cool what were you doing in korea I was studying Korean because I thought I was going to do a master's like in Korean history. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why not? Why not? We That's all did amazing. for a while. We all had that phase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Who who didn't think they were going to do a master's in Korean history? Of course. Um, okay. That's amazing. So talk to me about like Italian cat culture. Well, Italians love cats. <laughs> okay. So I I was hiding my cat from my landlord for like a long time because I was afraid that he would be like, why do you have a pet? And then recently he came over to like deal with the lease renewing and he was like oh yeah and like I met your cat like six months ago when you were away and like he was staying with your neighbors and I was like what <laughs> like I've been hiding my cat for no reason because Italians love cats um and Venice used to have a ton of like street cats um so I live mm. in Venice I think I said that but mm-hmm. there there's like there used to be just kind of like the neighborhood cats that would like wander all around and get food from everywhere um and catch like the Actually, I don't know. I'm assuming they would help catch the water rats. They have these, like, giant, like, even worse than New York rats. Like, they're called, like, pentagone, and they're just, they're awful. Um, oh, my God. But, water yeah, rats. No problem. Water rats. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're called in English. I've actually never, well, I'll look into that afterwards. Um, yeah, but, so, I don't know. The, well, since I moved there, though, there's not that many. Like, there's a couple... There's one who goes around with like a GPS collar. So like we know who he belongs to, but he like lives his life with other people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I, I don't know what that's a, like a historical question of like what happened to all the street cats. Did they get adopted? I hope so. I hope that everyone just took them in. Like yeah. that's it's so it's funny to think of like cats being such a thing in Venice because obviously it's a city that's built on water and is full of canals so just the idea of all of these cats like crossing the bridges and like avoiding, you know what I mean? Like avoiding falling in and stuff is yeah. so cute. God, uh, I know. A cat. I, know, I wonder if they like water better being born there or whatever, mm. but probably not. Yeah, no, yeah, maybe. I just like to imagine them on the little gondolas. <sighs> getting little oh rides God. from place to place. <laughs> Alexis, that's so cute. <laughs> I think that's a children's book. I think it is. Right yeah. yeah. This oh is my like God, children's yeah. book number six for us, Ella. <laughs> Every episode yeah. we're like, oh, there's another one. <laughs> there's another children's book. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, Yungi, what's, tell us about him. What's he like? What's yeah. his vibe? Um, he is not very, uh, so I wanted, part of the reason I wanted a cat was like emotional support, you know, mm-hmm. as you do. He doesn't really support emotionally <laughs> but um but, yeah i get that uh, you know yeah <laughs> get you. very strong-willed and very talkative but will cuddle when absolutely required to by me um forced affection um but he is he yeah he's very talkative that's the thing that my neighbors have also said so my neighbors watch him when i travel because i travel a lot and they're like, that cat talks. Like, that cat just won't. Like, everything. He has something to say about everything. And he's very whiny. But he's so cute that you're like, all right. It's fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> what are, like, what What does he talk about? I, I recognize that he just meows. But, like, are there specific things that he meows about the most? Or is it just constant as he exists walking around meowing? You know what I mean? Um, I think he meows the most when he's complaining about something. But he's always complaining about okay, something cool. so he's, so i'm picturing yeah, like a like, george what, costanza yes <laughs> what what really offends him like what are the things that he's like nah uh being picked up mm. when he doesn't want to be picked up mm. or 
being like, you know, cuddled when he doesn't want to cuddle. Um, not getting his dinner on time, mm. which is often the case because I lose track of time. And also, I it's just, I don't know, I keep a weird schedule. I mean, I'm I'll the exact you know same. This. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Percy frequently is like, what? What's going on here? I, like what <laughs> dinner? Yeah. yeah, or or sometimes breakfast being very late in the day because yeah. also because writers, because yeah. writers. Um, and yeah, and not just not getting attention. He loves attention when it's not involving physical, you know, cuddles. So yeah, he decides to like knock all my stuff over. I mean, that's every cat, right? So yeah, yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah. Do you talk back? Oh, you yeah. have like conversations. <laughs> Oh yeah, he. I like to think that he is a bilingual, if not trilingual, cat, Ooh. because I alternate between like yelling at him in Italian and English, and then my neighbors speak to him in Italian, and then my friend, who sometimes cats it, speaks to him in Korean. Wow! So he's got everything going on. <laughs> at least he knows like all of the how to be yelled at in every language, which is fun. Yes. You yeah. Know. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, you got to know when people are being mean to you and when they're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, okay, because you said that your mom was fake, allergic to a bunch of things. So is mm. this your first pet in general? Yes. Wow. Well, <sighs> technically I had like two gerbils when I was like 11 or mm-hmm. younger, but I don't really remember them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nor did I feel great affection towards them, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sadly. I just, I like that you can like, I like a pet that feels like a real Thing. yeah no yeah. shade to gerbils and hamsters and stuff but like i lived so my one of my best friends has a gorgeous pit bull um a rescue pit bull called gucci and oh. i lived with her for like a few years um back when i lived in new york city like around college and so i think that was like my first experience of actually taking care of a pet like properly mm-hmm. um but she wasn't mine right so. yeah I love our pit bulls are the best because also they're so like stocky and like they're really affectionate and you can just give them a real squeeze. Like there's something about really being able to squeeze an animal that's really satisfying, you know? Yes. Well, that's what I was yeah. about. Like that's hamsters. The thing. They're big enough to comfort you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like a hamster doesn't exist in your house with you. You know what I mean? They don't follow you anywhere uh, unless it's an yeah. incredible hamster, I guess. But in general, it's like <laughs> you have to go seek them out. They don't seek you out. Whereas yeah, they're kind of doing their like, own walk. thing as well. You know, they're in their little, yeah. they're their little homes. Digging. They're on the wheels. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, how has it been having a pet? Like, because you're traveling and all that, like, how has it, has it changed? Are you changed? Are you different now? <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally, yes. I am a much better person. Um, I honestly think, so I have, like, very bad anxiety. And I think that, like, at first when I got Yungi, I was like, this was the worst choice ever. I'll never be able to see my mom again. And I was like, I can't keep him. Like, also, I didn't know if I would turn out to be allergic to cats because mm, I've never been tested. Right. And my mom had a cat as a kid and then found out, like, after six months, like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. Um, so I was like, I can't keep him. This is horrible. What did I do? And then after two weeks, I was like, but I'm in love with yeah. him. So <laughs> <laughs> and and it's very soothing. I think, like, having a little body there to be like, I'm OK. So you're probably OK. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really so I'm definitely changed. Um, and I'm lucky that my, I keep mentioning my neighbors, but they like you open my door and their door is in front of me and they have a cat and a dog and they just like love my cat. Aww. And will take him yeah, for however that's great. Long. 
Um, so I, I am able to still kind of do what I was doing before. Yeah. Yeah. Did a um, privilege for sure. Yeah. Did, did, did you know your neighbors before you got the cat? Well, not well. Yeah. Um, cause I had just moved actually to this new place. And so I had met them like twice and then I was supposed to, I was going away for two nights and my friend was going to cat sit, but she got COVID. And so I was like walking to the train and I literally stopped into my neighbors. She's, um, runs a, like a hairdressing salon on our street. So I like stopped in there. I was like, Hey Monica, weird question. Could you like take care of my cat tonight? And she was like, you have a cat. And I was like, I just got one. He's really small. <laughs> and from then on, we've been besties Aww. because she was like, oh, my God, your cat is amazing. Yeah. And like, and her daughter really liked him. So, oh, yeah. that's so cute. They bond people. They yeah. really bond people. It's so sweet. I, it's yeah. amazing. I love when there's just like, yeah, I would, why would I talk to them other than that? And then it's like, yeah, I talk to them all the time. They're the best. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And now they're like obsessed with him. And my friend has been cat sitting over Christmas because she wanted to spend some time in Venice. And I was like, yeah, so my friend will be here. So you won't have to watch him. And they were like, uh, we had planned on having Yungi over Christmas. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> You can still visit him. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> well, we got him a stocking, and we had like we had a whole thing <laughs> planned. So, hmm. That's <laughs> yep. so sweet. And does he get on with their cat and dog? Like, wow, really? That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's so small, but he like bosses the. They have a Maine Coon who's <gasps> absolutely gorgeous. Wow. Um, oh, I love. I a Maine love. Coon. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, should we switch? But no. Um, <laughs> Because he's so chill. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll accept the cuddles. But my cat bosses him around like nobody's business. He just like, it's really funny. He looks so tiny in their house because they have like a much bigger house than I do as well. So like, it's like two stories and like the ceiling's really high and he looks like a potato. Like he's so small. <laughs> <laughs> and their cat is like a dog. So it's just really funny. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more Cat and Her Cat. My fellow graduates, for 500 episodes, my podcast, The JV Club with Janet Varney, has gathered story after story of all the scandalous things we've done throughout our childhoods. Wait, what's happening? Stories like how Jamila Jamil survived a horrific house party and she was on crutches. This is great. Or how Hal Lublin learned a Shakespearean monologue in his pajamas. This is not the speech we approve. Without your love and life tragedies, there would be no podcast. In fact, I'll have an exclusive look at how Maggie lost. Lawson's mom confronted her after a sneaky basement meetup with her crush. Spill the tea, JV. Security! Uh, uh, listen to the JV Club with Janet Varney Thursdays on Maximum Fun! Class of forever! Hey, that's Ben. And that's Adam. And together we host a show called Greatest Trek on Maximum Fun that covers all of the new Star Trek shows. Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Picard, Prodigy, Discovery, and any other Star Trek show Paramount throws at us. Come check it out for our funny and formative recaps of all the new stuff the Star Trek industrial complex churns out. It's in your podcatcher every Tuesday. Subscribe to Greatest Trek. It's a new Star Trek podcast from the makers of The Greatest Generation. this but i am curious because you do have a book out um will you tell our listeners a little bit about that because i have a feeling they'd be interested they would yeah sure. it's the vibe <laughs> the vibe there's a cat in the book too yeah. actually there is and kind of 
kind of important to the plot. Well, so it's very important to the plot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, my book is called With Fire in Their Blood, and it is a um, young adult, like, gothic contemporary fantasy about a small Italian town where two rival mafia clans burn witches at the stake. So it's very, um, it's like dark, twisty, romantic. Um, it has lots of queer representation, and it's loosely based on my childhood in a small, dark Italian town. <laughs> <So. laughs> Read from that what you will. Where but. you were burning witches, though, right? That was absolutely yeah, okay, right. <laughs> it's no cat all was based on the truth cat, cat was the witch they couldn't burn <laughs> i escaped and lived to tell the tale and wrote about it <laughs> yes um yeah, yeah I, it says a novel but it's a memoir <laughs> <laughs> i was like just like title alone i was like well we're gonna have to actually normally we try and avoid like making people plug their stuff but i was like we do actually have to talk about this one because <laughs> yeah because we're such and we're such fantasy nerds mm-hmm. so like it's um it's it's definitely relevant and as you say there's a cat in it and the cat is important yes. to the plot so yeah that's exactly. huge you know um, that alone makes it worth it but ella have you like talked about your own book on here i'm assuming you have i have a little bit not a ton yeah um you should i do <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of amazing books. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my book is Rapunzel and Raw Don't Touch My Hair. Um, It's a... I'm so bad at this. It's a a retelling of Rapunzel, but with witches and um, feminism and queer representation and what else? Magic hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. That's the book. That's the book. Um, yeah. It's about a girl growing up in a city like South London. Um, and she can access a magic world in her dreams. That's and it's really good and gorgeously written. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Thanks. Um, and actually there aren't any pets in it, which is so rogue for me. Well, no, there's a horse. <laughs> which actually isn't that's really that's on brand, pretty on brand. <laughs> um, it's really on brand um, but in the book i'm writing now there is a cat yes so because I, I was like oh i'm i'm sad that that was missing yeah. <laughs> so i was about was to say important. maybe that's why you were like I, i'm not you know i'm struggling right now and i was like have you been writing about any pets because otherwise because <laughs> <laughs> that is why i did i realized that like a, like a week ago and was like she should have a cat <laughs> and just started writing about the cat <laughs> I love that. It's like when in doubt, add a pet that solves the plot problem. <laughs> Always, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. I planned this the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> this is everything for sure. Do you think you'll get like more pets in the future? Like, would you want to keep mm. getting cats, or do you think you'd get like? Because I know you said you wanted your parents to get a dog and stuff. I'm very tempted already to get a second cat. <laughs> um, do it. The problem is, is that I feel like the more pets you have, the harder it is to ask people to take care of them. This is a, this is a thing Alexis has spoken about yes. many a time. Yes. Yeah. Alexis, yeah. how many how many pets do you have right now? I have two cats and two dogs. Okay. Um. And yeah, I originally so I had my first cat in college, Clem, and I had to get him a cat. Basically, I was like, "You're too needy. Uh, you need a friend," and so that's how I got Maud. Um, but then it, it does get hard to go anywhere. Yeah. 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 And I don't think I'm like ready yet to sacrifice the like ability to move freely with, but one day I really want a dog and cause I always 
wanting a dog came long before wanting a cat. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the amount of like effort that you have to put into a dog is, I think, much higher. And it's just like I wouldn't want to take on that responsibility without, you know, For actually sure. being yeah. able to be totally present. Yeah, the totally. Dog, so. What what dog would you get? Do you have a particular? I don't know. Obviously, I'm biased towards pit bulls, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I would have to to think about it and also probably think about what airline regulations allow you to do in the cargo like in the yeah. cabin yeah. with That's sizes weird. yeah because i just i feel like you can't put a dog in cargo like it just seems so i don't know how people yeah. do that I mean, what like, do you mean in cargo like where the luggage is yeah if they're too big you, yeah the, how i know exactly I'm, <laughs> i just i'm trying to and like, so, also, I don't want to like, <laughs> no shade if we have people that listen that have yeah. really done that. I just want to think that I, also just I just don't have questions about. about how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I just have questions about how it works. Like, <laughs> is there a regulation of like how long they're in there for and stuff like so. going to the bathroom or eating? Mm. Like, how, I'm just, I would, I'd wonder yeah. how that would work. I don't, I don't know. And I, it was just, I'd just be so nervous. I don't know. Yeah. I'd be stressed. Yeah. And the, the yeah. dog the is time. too. I, have I, mean, I know people do it successfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And probably, and I think it probably depends on the temperament of the dog as well. Yeah. But I personally would, I don't know. I'm like, like I said, I'm anxious and I'd be like, my dog's going to be anxious. Like, yeah. it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I guess like how, what's it like flying from Italia, from Italy to the States with a pet? Like, have you done it? I've never done it. Um, but I've seen people take small dogs on like the flights that I've taken, um, I think it's like under eight kilos or something. And I've seen people take cats as well. Would you take, um, would you take Yungi? No. I, well, I can't take him here because of my parents. So, of course, yeah. Because of my allergies, yeah. Yeah. But I want to take him to you, Elle. I want to take him to London. Bring him to me. Yeah. Oh my God, please. <laughs> Maybe please. this summer. <laughs> please. That would lich. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Please. That'd I want be him to hang out with Percy. I think it would pa- be like. Well, Percy might eat him. <laughs> Actually, though. Percy is not friend. <laughs> to be fair, though, I think that's also because like Percy's never met another cat. And yeah. so like, and I, I take Percy on walks and occasionally we'll come across another cat on our walks and she'll like freeze and look at me and be as if to be like, mum, what is that thing? Mm-hmm. Like. It looks like me. It, it sounds like me, but like, I thought I was one of you. Like, I I think she has like a real uh, identity crisis going on because she just isn't. <laughs> she isn't sure. And then she'll, but she'll look out the window at the cats, the neighborhood cats, and um, rile them up and get them all annoyed at each other. So that's quite I funny. Love that. Yeah. But so yeah, I'd I'd find it really funny to see her meet another cat. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Does she like go on walks of her own volition, or do you have to like coax her out? Um. It's a mixture. So in the winter, it's like coaxing, forcing, like she, we take her out in her little rucksack and then we like let her out to walk on her harness and lead. And in the winter, she will maybe walk five paces and then she will sit down and look at me like, are you joking? It's so cold. And then if I put the bag down, she just gets back in it and it's like, I'm ready to go home. (laughs) In the summer, like she hates the cold or the wet or just like any of it. Mm -hmm. In the summer... She's pretty happy to like potter about the park, lie in the sun. What climb I like a tree. is that um, if someone tuned in right now, they would not know if they were talking about if you were talking about yourself or your cat. Uh, I'm talking about both, really. Like she's her mother's child. She doesn't like the both cold. Summer, but in the summer loves it. Goes, like, yeah. Thrives. Yeah. Relatable. And it's 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 totally fair enough because I'm like, well, good because I don't want to go out either. So. Yeah. 
if you're I I'm just doing it for you so if you're happy I'm happy I don't care um but no in the summer it's really nice because like we will take her to like picnics and stuff with our mates and she'll like walk around and shout at everybody to give her her food and then she'll fall asleep in the sun so that's that's nice I know you've tried to take Yungi for walks <laughs> it's a failure <laughs> What did he do? I think he gets scared of people. Like, because he's so small. And I guess, like, they're, he's, he's okay with, like, my neighbors, like, in an enclosed space Mm -hmm. and, like, other people coming to see him. But I think he gets overwhelmed by, like, the, like, my street's a dead end. But when you walk to the end of it, there's just, like, a ton of people there. So, yeah. Yeah. But so he, he's okay on, like, the leash? He doesn't love it. Okay. He flops. <laughs> yeah, okay. I actually, I actually asked Ella. I was like, "What do I do when he does this?" Like, he's like not moving. Yeah, and Percy he did coaxed. that. Percy did do that at first, yeah. like the flop. But mm-hmm. you just sort of um, just every time she didn't flop, I'd be like, "You're so clever, well done," and give her loads of treats. And eventually, she was like, "I guess I kind of like the praise." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My both my cats, I think the thing where they just freeze. Like, I think they think that like if they hold perfectly still, it'll get off of them. And every <laughs> yeah. time I'm like, you have to know, or they back up. Like, cause I think they think yeah. you can get out of it. And it's really funny, but they're, yeah, neither of them could ever be on a leash. I think they're just they're. I, I tried too late in their lives and they're like, no, mm. we're not. Yeah. You have to get them super early. Like yeah. we did it with P when she was like 12 weeks or yeah. something like straight away. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's the problem for me. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Um, Kat, we have to ask this to everyone. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? So this is hard because I've literally never thought about it before. (laughs) Nor do I, you know, when someone's like, think of your favorite book and you're like, I've never read a book. Yeah. I'm like, what are animals? Like cats and dogs? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Maybe like a, I don't know, like a lion Mm. in a desert situation. No, lions aren't in the deserts, but like a, like a, no, like a panther. I don't know. Oh. I like to think of myself as being something like, you know. Aloof and mysterious. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Ella. <laughs> like, cool, but like over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> I definitely see you as, yeah, you're like, because uh, you're, in- you're so introverted in your way. I would definitely put you as like a solitary thing. Yeah. Like a, like not a pack animal. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a. Like a jaguar. Like a chill- like, yeah, like a chilling on your own kind of. <laughs> kind of animal um Ooh, jaguar i like that yeah mm-hmm. or or like a like a like a mountain lion or something like like a puma you know <laughs> yeah like like just like hiding in the mountains and then popping out occasionally and then retreating yeah, again okay. yeah <laughs> yeah okay exactly. that's a great answer yeah thank you I think, yeah thank you, Ella. you know me <laughs> I also like that I, there's something nice about it. We, we had to workshop it a little, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll figure out yeah, what animal you sure. are. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I'll think about this now. Like, I'll... Yeah. I'll have, you read, have you read um, His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman? Yes. So, like, sometimes we ask, like, what would your demon be? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about that when you were reading them? Were you like, what would you what would you have as your little... Little animal. Pet like, companion. That is, like, a dream of mine is to have a small, oh, like, same. pet companion. <laughs> same. <laughs> like... Because I never had dolls when I was a kid. I only had like stuffed animals and I like would take them around for a long, like to an old age where like it was no longer normal to take a stuffed animal around with you. And I'm like, why can't they be real? Like, where's my Disney movie? So, um, yeah, 
I think I would choose something very normal though, like for that, like a cat, but like yeah. a nice friendly cat that like wanted, <laughs> you know, to <laughs> snuggle all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've talked yeah. about how, like, there's so many that seem fun, but, like, it would be impractical to have to take with you everywhere. Like, yeah. after a certain size, you'd be like, that's a terrible demon. Like, where where are you going to yeah. put an ostrich? Like, it's not going right. to work. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even a lion, like, is just so conspicuous, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody could... Because, you know, sometimes like, when you're walking down the street, you see someone you don't want to talk to. You could never avoid <sighs> that oh, because God. they'd be like, oh, there she goes with a massive lion demon. <laughs> yeah. You just, you would, you, it'd be so impossible. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a little cat that could, that could be like discreet, but also personable <laughs> is, is dreamy for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, Kat, if people want to find more of you or, you know, buy your book, where should they, where should they do that? Um, I am mainly on Instagram. So mm-hmm. just Kat Delacourt. Um, and yeah, I mostly talk about my book on there. So it's, it's like for my author account. But occasionally there are cat photos as well when the cat is deigning to be photographed. <laughs> <laughs> and you post a lot of like Venice vibes to your story, which mm. I always love. Yes. Like just like aesthetic little videos of like canals and <laughs> and cinnamon, like the square and like gelato and coffee. And I'm always like, oh, yeah. only. <laughs> God, no, sometimes I really think that I... I'm wasting my time trying to be an author and instead I should just be a Venice like travel <laughs> blog thing yeah. and just be like come here like <laughs> money <laughs> give me money to but then I'm like I don't want to like exploit it so I don't know I have a very mixed feeling about like travel influencing which yeah. is a whole separate mm. topic but I'm like mm, maybe not yeah yeah I get yeah, that it's complicated for sure ah well uh thank you so much for being on the show uh this was well, absolutely having me thank you Kat Okay, Ella, I have another animal fact from Cassie for this week. Oh my God, amazing. Tell me. Okay, so some species of wild cats are excellent climbers and often hang out in trees. But in the history of Western science, lions have never done this until recently. New photos and research observations have found a specific pride of lions has started lounging in trees. Wow. That's so interesting. So they didn't do that before. Yeah. And I wonder a little bit, I'm wondering if it's like a climate change related thing of like it's cooler in the trees or something but it's still cute it's still cute i don't know it's, it wouldn't be because heat tech heat rises so it'd probably be warmer in the trees yeah but right? i wonder if like the shade of the trees shade? yeah do you think maybe it's like a prey thing like they, they can Ooh, catch birds now maybe? that's that's true because, too i mean I, I don't think a bird would fill a lion but it's probably like a nice snack <laughs> nice it's easier. Snack, yeah yeah oh uh, it's gotta be exhausting maybe. being a lion you have to eat so much yeah. Oh, yeah. You right? do. Like, ah, uh, I, I get to annoyed. Catch it as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get annoyed being a human, being like, oh my god, like I have to eat multiple meals a day. That's exhausting. And I have to cook them, and I have to buy them. Yeah. I have to go all the way to the supermarket yeah. and <laughs> do a shop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, lions are like, cool. Well, I have to eat an entire antelope, or else I die. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of work. Yeah. No wonder they lounge yeah. so well. I, would, uh, I like that part of it, I guess. Yeah. Like how's that. Crumb's diet? How's, how's it going? Good. How's that New Year's resolution looking? On the, I mean, he still doesn't love fourth. it, but I am still making him his nightly little salad. Um, oh, <laughs> it's so baby. funny. Because also, like, I, I don't have to do this, but a funny thing has happened where I bring them their salad and then I sit 
with them while they eat it. So mm-hmm. then it just becomes salad time where I sit with the dogs while they eat their greens. And I think it's really funny. <laughs> it's like midnight. And I'm like, okay, I'm just sitting on the ground with the dogs. Here we go. They're eating that broccoli. Yeah. They love it. I mean, I don't know if they love it, but it's it feels better. Like I think yeah. I think it's a good diet and we'll see. We'll see if it yeah. works. I mean, well, since since hearing about this, like my mum and I tried Simba with some cucumber mm. over, over Christmas. Mm-hmm. And he actually, so he was unsure at first. Yeah. Like he did, the, he did this, like he does this like funny little face where he's like trying something. Like, you know, he like barely nibbles it with his teeth. Yeah. And he was looking really unsure. But then he actually like ate it and then came back for nice. some more. And we were like, and mum was like, great. Okay. So like a, a healthy thing that I can give him as a little snack. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Um, so like give your dogs greens. Ew, people. Yeah. Like, and like yeah. find the ones they like. It's really funny. They, both my dogs used to like apples and they stopped. Mm. But oh, interesting. I like feeding dogs apples because the sound they make when they, they crunch them is really cute. and i really like it but they won't eat them anymore and i'm like come on i need the cute apple crunch sound do they like carrots yeah because i've I've known a couple dogs that love a carrot yeah that's that's part of their their salad is broccoli and carrot so oh nice yeah nice (laughs) you know yeah Um, (laughs) the standard dog salad (laughs) (laughs) um yeah if anyone has a dogs with fun uh fun diet uh preferences you can mm. you can tell us about that or any other sort of thing. You can send us your ready pet goes um, at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org is our email. Um, <laughs> I think I said that crazy, but you get it. Um, and also follow us on Twitter. We're at Pod, and on Instagram. We're at Comfort Creatures Podcast. Yeah, you'll find it. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. Oh, and yeah, join us on Discord. Mm-hmm. I have updated the link. Thank you to the helpful people that let me know it had expired. Yes. I did set the settings to don't do that, but... Yeah. I don't it, know. Tech, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, but I have updated it, so you should be able to get through. Um, it's so much fun, like, seeing everyone's pet pictures, particularly yeah. for the holidays. And talking, we talk about books, mm-hmm. the fantasy books we're reading. Um, and then just, like, general pet chat. It's... Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a nice little space on the internet. Some so good animal facts and like pet memes, yeah. whatever you got. It's, oh, I love a pet meme. Yes. I do love a pet meme. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. So um, get on in there. And any, that's that's about it. Have a good uh, have a good week. Yeah. Yeah. I've been Alexis B. Preston. And I've been Ella McLeod. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.